Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Uno, dos, tres. All right. I'm super pumped for this one, guys. Super pumped. The title is How Bill Lost 23 Kilograms. Not just that. I've known Bill for quite a quite a while now. Um, and he's actually one of our interns and be, and he's an up-and-coming coach. Um, he's going to put his blueprint and footprint into this world we call fitness and health. And um, it was it's an honor, like, getting him into the team and – I want to share, show his story and inspire um, anyone that's listening to this. And if you get anything from this and you can implement it in your life, things can change. So, Mr. Bill Williams, welcome to the team, my man. Thank you, Patrick. The honor's all mine. It's great to be here. All right. Finally, huh? Finally. Finally. I was, okay. my I was like, when? Yeah. Well, when? <laughs> yeah, right now, man. Right now. So, can you tell our lovely audience how we met and how did this all come about? Okay, absolutely. Hi, lovely audience. I hope you're all doing well. And how Patrick and I met was through me scanning a QR code. So I was gymming at <laughs> South Melbourne, Good Life. Uh, I transferred from an old Good Life South Melbourne or yeah. an old Good Life to South Melbourne because I was moving houses and it was a new gym and yeah, I moved and it was a different point in my life and I was ready to restart and new gym. I was looking around, absorbing it and I saw Patrick's flyer or poster on the wall, blue tacked and it said, man, I'm, I'm trying to remember now. It said, I, I remember transform and it had your picture and a lot of bright text and it said, if you want to transform your body and it said, if you want to take the next step, if you're unsure and that got me, I was like, okay, I just moved here. What do I do? Like, I need a sign. And I scanned it. And then it just said, fill in your details and then we'll get in touch. And then sooner or later, we had a conversation and sat down and I signed up for your 12-week challenge. That was our very first one before, you know, we started the dream team. (laughs) Now, along that journey of like setting goals and, you know, you've never done that before with the trainer, have you? Not as much as we did it. And you mentioned to me like along the way, I can't remember if it was at the start or during the program, you mentioned that you were, you were thinking about coaching yourself. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. And how far are you into getting qualified as a coach now? Oh, I would say I've almost finished my set four. It's essentially, I mean, I'm a fitness coach now. I can teach groups. Yeah, give him so. a round of applause. He's a <laughs> fitness coach now. That's awesome, man. Thanks, man. So yeah, very soon. You know, when lockdown ends, that's it. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You're out, you're free. <laughs> okay, beautiful, man. I love it. So for you, we just put up your transformation photo. Let, let's go back in time. You want to go back to, back to, I'll say back in the future, but like, let's go time warp back then, all right? <laughs> so right, tell okay. us, Bill, you know, in that first photo, as you look at it, like, where were you? How did you get there? Has it always been like that? Have you always been 93 kilograms? Right. So... Loaded question. 
I, where was I? So I was in my first year of uni and I had moved from Mildura to Melbourne. So mm-hmm. from country to city for mm-hmm. university. And I was living on residence. I was living on campus. So there was a lot of other university students mm-hmm. and doing a lot of partying and drinking, the university partying culture. Sorry yeah. for those who are at university now in COVID, you wouldn't understand. Yeah. But it was very social, a lot of peer pressure, a lot of drinking, a lot of just focusing on, I wouldn't say the wrong things, but on, you know, certain kinds of things like drinking and all that kind of debaucherous stuff, not really health and fitness for the most part anyway. Mm -hmm. So before that, I, when you ask, have I always been like that? I would say from high school forwards. I've always sort of struggled with my weight. I didn't really have an idea of nutrition and, you know, what I was putting into my body. It just didn't register. And then when it got to university, it definitely just increased because I was just having so much fun. And I just didn't get to that point where I thought about it seriously. And what was the next part? Well, you mentioned like you weren't have you were having heaps of fun, right? And like we've yeah. all been there drinking, partying, having fun. Were you putting on more weight? Were you were you because like the thing with fun is like you can enjoy a good time, but was there periods where you're like, oh, I'm not, like this sucks, or was it like fun the whole time and you were pretty happy? I mean, there was periods of you know a spike in fun and not having fun, but mm, that's a good question. So there was never really a point where I was not where I didn't have fun, and I said no, that fun like. The amount of not fun I didn't have means I'm going to stop socializing and doing all that kind of thing. It was still, I'm going to wake up the next day and go out and do whatever. And there wasn't a point where I stopped or I didn't have fun when I was socializing and drinking and doing all of that. And it made me realize that I didn't enjoy that. So I'm going to stop. It was something that was completely different to that. Mm. So if, if I didn't experience that, third party event and never faced that i probably would have just kept partying and drinking and so what's it you want to share that event with us like what are you talking yeah, about yeah sure yeah it was um it was something someone said to me oh man i've fucking been there dude like if it wasn't yeah. for my best friend like pointing at me while i took my top off that one day at that swimming carnival and said those words and my friends laughing at me i wouldn't be talking to you right now i wouldn't have any of the things i worked hard for the fucking pain I felt, it, it fucked me up psychologically to a point where I would do these extreme circumstances not to ever feel like that again. And then I would be hiding for like years. So, man, it, it, it's, share share what happened. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was kind of the point where I was having to face a bit of reality, face a bit of adulthood and independence. And everyone goes through that. You know, if you want to be independent, you have to go through certain rites of passages and you have to do certain actions and sometimes that includes finding a job and creating your own income and so i just want to paint a really clear picture for you guys if you're watching so essentially i was overweight very i would say charismatic i was very bubbly and i was i would just say what's on my mind and didn't seem as though I was very responsible and if you're a prospective employer and you're looking to hire someone it's not really the kind of image, depending on the situation, obviously, but it's not the kind of image that you're going to want your employee to be modeled under. So you're you saying, someone- so you're saying it was like a, it was more of a career. So your appearance didn't warrant the 
the role? I mean, just me as a whole. Uh, I applied for a job at the campus because they were looking for residential assistance. So they would be employed by the campus venue and they would help other residents with any kind of matter. And Mm -hmm. I mean, just like any job, you have responsibilities. And I guess they didn't feel as though I was responsible enough and that I was possibly just a bit too immature and just they couldn't trust me with holding down those tasks that were required. And I know for, I mean, everyone will go through their own journeys, but just the stress of having to become an adult and find your independence and assert your independence can be very overwhelming. And especially if you haven't had a job before, for example, I, I didn't, I wasn't employed at all. I didn't have any job history and, you know, I set my expectations very high. I had an expectation hangover, which is what it's called sometimes. So I was in my mind, I was set, I was completely sure that I was going to get the job because the year before as well, I was actually declined for the job. So I applied and I I was declined and I was like, okay, fair enough. It makes sense. I sort of justified it. And then the next year it came around and I applied again and I felt that I had grown a little bit. I, at that point I was starting to exercise and I feel as though I had shown a bit of maturity and transformation and I had a really big expectation that that was the time where surely I was going to get approved for this job and I didn't Mm. and I heard the feedback and it let me down like crazy. Like it hit me. Like I got gut punched so hard. Yeah. So you really, you obviously really wanted this position. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how much I wanted it, but I, in my mind, I felt as though I deserved it. Like I expected wow. that I would get it. And who's felt like that before? Like you, you think, man, no, I, I, this is mine. I've got it. And then when you get a different outcome, it hits you so hard that it takes you a while to actually like register what just happened. Yeah. 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 I've been Absolutely. there. And I mean, I'm, I'm still registering it. Like, yeah. it's, it's probably the worst thing that anyone can hear mm. because it's so personal. And it hits you so hard. And is there anything they said specifically that like made you feel this way? Oh, they just said I was a little bit just too immature to be put into that position. Mm. And you know, I it was at a point where you know, if if you're someone who, I mean, again, sorry for those who are going through schooling in COVID, it must be extremely difficult for you in ways that we can't even imagine. But if you're someone who was very social or is very social and likes to have friends and, you know, put themselves on the line constantly and people please. And if you're not really taking care of yourself and you're not thinking about if it's if it's the right thing to do or if you're just happy being a bit of a, I mean, I'm just going to slow it down a little bit because it's just very complex. And I know you said, Patrick, that we can just talk for a while and that it takes a long time to share stories, but I just want to sort of capture it in a bit more of a concise way because if, if you've ever known someone who uses self-deprecating humor a lot, for example, they will just do the stupidest thing and make themselves look like the biggest fool. And everyone knows that and everyone just laughs at them because they're so funny. Like they just don't care 
And honestly, it's like, it's a comedian thing. Like you are just so funny and you make people laugh and that becomes your whole persona and that becomes really who you are. It, it comes with a lot of internal issues because that's just how you, that's just how you act and that's just how you process everything. You don't really think about what it is you want and it's hard because it's just very complicated. It's very complicated. But And how did that, how did all that shape, like did that, sh- like from what I'm transitioning for is, um, did this help you on your, on like you losing the weight? Like was that pain that you felt like, uh, like a gateway to you like transforming through fitness? Is that, was that it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In a way, you know, I was sort of exercising in, I mean, I guess in a way where I applied for the second job and I was felt as though I was showing a bit more maturity and I lost a little bit of weight cause I was exercising. And I felt as though losing a bit of weight and changing my physical appearance would escalate into a bit more respect and mm, okay. respect I got you. Yeah, I got you, man. I get, that makes so much sense. Yeah, so that, that makes so much sense. Like the maturity, like being called immature and then that hitting home for you, you use fitness as an outlet so you can build some discipline and some groundwork to make you an adult. Because, like, obviously, the beautiful thing about fitness, it, there's so much character values you get from it. Hard work, discipline, you know, all this stuff. Like, and that transition to, like, where you are now, obviously. Is that what you're trying to say? I, w- I would say so. I just mm. became – it just hit me so hard, that one word, immature. And I really looked at myself and was like, okay, do I, am I actually immature? Like, is that what people think of me? And then, yeah, I just had a yeah. big reality check. And I was just like, okay. Oh, man. Who, who feels like this right now? Like anyone that's watching this now or on the replay, has there been a word that someone said to you or uh, like any, it could be a few words or that moment I've had fucking me where it hits hard at you and it grabs at you and like you hang on to it and it's like, oh, and you, you remember the pain and the feeling and sometimes it's really hard to like snap your way out of it because it, it was so painful, right? Absolutely. Yeah, if there are any comments or anything, if anyone would like to, ask any questions if they're sort of feeling the same way go for it because you know we're we're here to talk with the dream team as well as share our stories and see if anyone can relate yeah and i have a tricky time yeah yeah and exactly and um we're all human we and we're all connected i feel so like i know when i heard a few words from like i've i've, I've i remember like my first girlfriend her mom um said to her my girlfriend my first one she said look that guy you're dating he's not going to be anything he won't be a doctor and like she was vietnamese so like that's pretty much your green pass right you get a nice freaking uh piece of paperwork and i remember like um my girlfriend calling me and saying hey uh, we can't continue this relationship my mom doesn't think it'd be right for me i'm like why it's like she doesn't think you know you'd be like a good like a future partner because like she thinks you're a troublemaker and like all this stuff now I was 15, 16, yeah? But, like, yeah. it's all, it's like, it's a long time ago. But I remember yeah. the feeling, and you can't disregard anyone's emotions because, like, that was a real thing. But I remember that drove me so much. Like, throughout my teenage years, I'm like, I am going to be fucking something, someone, and I don't need to go down the traditional route of getting a degree or a master's to become a dentist or a lawyer because that's not my, that's not my, my, my vision for my life. Um, but I remember using those that pain and into like my craft and my art and my creativity and what I wanted so much. And I feel like 
you know, for you, like, how, how did you go from 93 kilograms to like, what do you weigh now? Uh, I ordered scales online and they're coming in. So I will post it soon. But I would say <laughs> with creatine, 80 and without probably like low 70s. Yeah. So like, that's a lot of freaking weight. Now people yeah. want to know, Bill, like, how did we lose like that much that's a lot it's a big freaking change man like yeah. share share with the team man what did you do yeah absolutely absolutely hey guys just a reminder that we offer coaching services we help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time if you want to see more check out some of our results on instagram the dream team.fitness there comes a time guys where you look at yourselves and you need to take responsibility for your actions and i mean it's hard because sometimes you cannot be responsible because you just don't know any better. But you need to look at yourself as the sole operator and understand that you're in control of your actions and you are choosing to live life the way you do. And I'm so proud to be a part of the Dream Team Fitness and be able to be here and talk about it because you guys are all in the position where you know you want to lose weight. And some people just don't get there. Some people just, it doesn't register for them. So just keep up with your nutrition eat healthy and cook for yourself processed foods and chips and snacks are not a reliable substitute for healthy clean food mm. you just can't carry on like that and it has to be sustainable you know you have to love it you have to enjoy cooking <laughs> we, we we all do it's just a long habit that you've had with bad foods and you've just tolerated it so you know it's up to you don't don't tolerate things that you don't enjoy anymore like if you want to make a difference, you can. And the great thing about the dream team is having that support network. But just remember that you can only have a support network if you're supporting yourself and if you're reaching out, which is which is hard to put yourself on the line. But you need to reach out because, oh, my God, we, we need each other bad. Let's double down on that. What do you mean by reach out and why? When I say reach out, I mean celebrate your successes and achievements and accomplishments and don't feel as though you're being greedy or selfish by mm. sharing that oh man that's really not true oh tell say it again man say it again share your accomplishments don't don't feel selfish guys you know the most selfish thing you can do is to internalize your stories and not give others inspiration and not to teach others and not to feel as though I have this secret and I'm not sharing it. Like I have my story. You, you need to share it. it. It's not good to keep it inside. And even if you keep it inside with all the best intentions, it changes into something that just does not align with what you want to be doing. When you were losing the weight and things started happening, because I, I checked out your comments the other uh, just before, and one of the one one chick was like, "Man, I can't believe you lost all that weight. I still can't believe it." So when you were losing the weight um, and things were changing and you're looking at yourself like wow i'm actually losing the weight here were you yeah. sharing your success along the way and if you weren't like why not uh i mean that's a great question and thank you for that comment from commenter who, who was that who shared that comment I think it was patricia uh, her name was patricia or something oh patricia oh on my post oh, yeah on I your see, post that you put up someone's okay, like yeah. i can't believe you lost all that weight like i saw that yeah. i'm like <laughs> Yeah, I still can't believe it either. I guess I just never really shared it. I guess it kind of just spoke for itself. And it just wasn't something that really registered with me to share. I mean, it still kind of 
a bit hard to do that because, you know, uh, I think just internally, we kind of don't want to make ourselves seem like that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm shoving it down your throat that I achieved this. But, you know, people aren't going to see it that way. And you just need to do it. You just need to share. Like, you need to talk. Because if you can't appreciate your accomplishments, then how do you think other people are actually going to celebrate it and get around you? And one of the most important things in general, if you're aspiring to be any certain level or competent in any way, you need to maintain relatability. You need to seem like a real person. And that means sharing your stuff because you can't just get there. Like Jeff Bezos, like a millionaire or billionaire and just not share his secrets and or, I mean, I say secrets, but, you know, teach people because if, if you're not teaching people and you're not putting it out there, people are just going to kind of walk by and view you as a spectacle, but not someone who they can actually approach. If you start sharing your accomplishments and your wins, especially in our dream team community, you're putting out lots of good vibrations and vibes that will come back around. And although it's not your intention for it to come back around, you're going to feel an abundant amount of love that you're probably ha- not used to. When you start getting vulnerable and start sharing the things that you work so hard on with people that are on the same path as you, you start opening up a fucking door and going into a room you've never, ever been into your life. But I promise you, once you kick that door down and you're in that fucking room, these people, they were always there. You just never entered the room because maybe it's some fear. Maybe it's a fear of being judged. Maybe it's a fear of not being good enough. Maybe it's a fear of like, what does this person think about me? Maybe it's a fear of you just you stepping into the best version of you. I promise you, it would be the best decision you'll ever make in your life once you start sharing your wins. Because like Absolutely. every time someone in our dream team shares a win with me, there is a spike of jolt that goes straight into my soul where time stops and I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> like time stops this is not dopamine this is not an endorphin there's no it it, it speaks to my soul and i'm like this is truly incredible like and it just keeps going round and round and round like if you want to like if you're if 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 predominantly you're like sad or upset or in your own head and you're not feeling that great and you've got all these like crazy thoughts are going on that can change that can all change because i promise you we've all been there We've all had these negative thoughts before. We've all had these negative emotions. But let me tell you something. If you can blame yourself for all the things that are going wrong in your life, because you're really good at doing that, you should blame yourself for all the things that are going right in your life. You, you will flip everything forever. And, you know, for you, Bill, like for you to share that wisdom, I just want to say that's, that is like fucking beautiful, man. That's fucking awesome. Um, now, let, let's let's go touch into some practical work because like, I want to like really inspire someone right now that hits this message. They've lost a bit of weight. They've plateaued. How do we get to that next level? Like what quote unquote secret is it to like get beyond what your mind is actually thinking is a limit? Yeah, that's a great question, Patrick. If, if you're at a plateau and you're feeling as though you're stuck, just remind yourself why you began in the first place and remind yourself what your goals are and use some positive reinforcement look at old pictures of yourself and do whatever you need to do to get hyped and psyched and to know that your goal is there you know the plateau it's not a permanent plateau it's just a time where you're still for a bit because you need to work out some things and when they're worked out that's when you can progress into more weight loss so honestly it's 
it's not one magic trick. You just need to dig deep and find your own personal reason as mm. to why the plateau is occurring. What what are you not doing? Because that something everything happens for a reason, and the plateau just doesn't happen out of thin air or magic or someone else is doing. There's something that you're not thinking about or not implementing or not being completely true to or about that you need to address, and that's the plateau. Mm. Hey, remember when we first started, like when I was showing you how to lift weights and get stronger and all that, um, were you lifting and did you have much strategy before you started doing that programming with me? So talk a little bit more about that. Were you, do, were you lifting weights before you met me? So not not to that level, not in a structured way, not deadlifts. It was still very much a lot of body weight, but then I would pump some weight sometimes. But it was sort of – I still d- didn't really know what I was doing. I was still – I was conscious. Is it, is it fair to say before you met me, you're doing a lot of like – you'd lost a lot of weight. Um, you're doing a lot of body weight training, is what I remember. And then when you met me, like we did weight training. Did that Did that change your body shape more than anything you've done in the past? I was doing a bit of weights beforehand. It was not new, but, you know, the strength training I did with you, it definitely, definitely made a difference. It definitely made a big difference. It definitely impacted me in a good way. In what way? In a way where it strengthened areas of my body, which I wasn't even conscious that needed improving and that were the root causes behind some of my injuries. It taught me some new movements and lifts and it definitely gave me a push and it was very structured because i mean you know it exactly patrick you know you have a certain method and a way about doing things where you're very observant and you understand what the person's doing and understand the impact behind the exercise and what they specifically need you can just see where they're lacking Mm. So I'll touch on that. Like Laura sent me a video of her deadlifting the other day. And a lot of my, my students who want to take their results to the next level, they'll send me videos of their workouts. They're like, hey, Pat, like my shoulder's hurting. I'm doing this exercise. I'm like, send me a video. They send me a video. I critique it. They send me another video. I critique it. It gets better. Like, Pat, I'm fucking stronger than two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, your form sucked before. Not your fault. You just didn't know how to do it. Um, it's that small, like the devil's in the detail. And once you start getting really, really itty gritty about these little small things, you set a foundation where the height and the ceiling of where your body can change goes a little bit higher because you have a, a way better like base. So that that's probably what we worked on with you, right? I would say so. I would say so. What are some of your favorite achievements since you started, since you joined the team? Some of my favorite achievements since the 12-week challenge? Yeah, since you exactly. met me, like, yeah. So some of my favorite achievements, it's tough to narrow it down. I would say doing deadlifts, I would say mm. that's an achievement. Yeah, what did you get? To, what uh, did we get to? What did we get to? Over, over 100. What were you doing before? I don't even remember. It was just that unstructured and random. I didn't mm. know what I was doing, but uh, not 100. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not 100. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Deadlifts is the king of all lifts. And if you are thinking about getting stronger, you want to be able to implement this type of exercise into your programming. And deadlifts is a a number one form of movement. What does that mean? You're picking things off the floor every day. So if you do a deadlift with structured form and technique with proper load and proper reps and sets and like programming, what you'll realize you're building a stronger body. It's the ultimate form of self-love that you could possibly give yourself is to get your body stronger. Absolutely. Absolutely. And absolutely. Exercise is just one of the pillars of 
take human performance you know you can't achieve you know there's just certain things you have to tick off nutrition exercise sleep continuous learning all these kinds of things and you're just going to be a little bit i just want to think how i can describe this in the best way a little bit hindered i would say it's if you're not doing exercise and you're not taking control of your body and physiology then it's a hindrance you're 100 back in a way i've had 100%. i've trained i've 100%. trained 14 year olds eight year olds yeah. five year olds 20 year olds <laughs> 50 year olds 60 year olds every single one of them when they get stronger they look at me like they, they get dumbfounded they're like i've Okay, when yeah. you hit something in the gym where you've never recall in your life being able to do this, it's like when you were in in primary school and you're on the monkey buzz for the first time and you saw your friend do it, then you did it, you did the whole fucking thing, you're like, whoa, doing that again. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's there's something about finding out what your body is capable of that is a highly yeah. addicted feeling. And you can be addicted to so many things, let's face it, but why not be addicted to something that's actually good for you? You know, why not Absolutely. be addicted to we call health and fitness like i'm i'm a complete <laughs> addict when it comes to this stuff like i can't get enough <laughs> yeah, of getting stronger. i can't get enough yeah. of eating better i can't get enough of learning more about edu- uh, nutrition and exercise because one like i could firmly say i'm 30 right now yeah the oldest i've ever been but i've had i've got more energy today than i've ever had in my entire fucking life yeah 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 and I've, yeah and there's no reason why any <laughs> single one of you can't do that I remember training Maria, who was one of my students um, a few years ago. She came to me. She wore this like extra large, extra large T-shirt. And I like, I know what that means. You know, I know like, cause you're, she's tiny. She's a tiny girl, yeah. but she was wearing this extra large T-shirt cause she was so insecure about her body. And I can see insecurities cause I had the biggest insecurity. No one could beat my insecurity. I, I'm like, I've got the biggest insecurity. I can, I can see when other people are insecure. Cause I used to be like that. And I remember training her and um, she's 54, right? And uh, yeah. I was going over these exercises with her and she was a sponge. She would just listen. Um, yeah. She rocked up every single session. This is what was when I was back in like a good life training a one-on-one. And um, she was coming up to every workout. Dude, she got she's 54. She got to 112 kilogram deadlift. Jeez. She's a tiny chick. That's yeah. impressive. Her plank went from 33 seconds to 14 minutes in one year. That's insane. I can't fucking do a 14-minute plank, yeah? So 14 minutes. 14 minutes, yeah? She had no core, yeah? And she's got kids, you know? And your core is never the same after having kids. The the fact that she went from, like, never exercising, she did those little body pump classes back when she, in her 20s, but she never went, okay, I'm saying if you got a body, you have a miracle. If you use your body and you use it in a smart, controlled manner, you can do things your mind can never, ever imagine. I remember, like, getting her to do her programming. Like, she would send me, like, I would write up a program for her. She'd go do it. I'd come come back after 12 weeks. I'd look at the program, be like, okay, these are your new numbers. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, well, look what you just did. She's like, yeah, but, like, this is so much more. Oh, my God, do you want to stay? Do you want to stay here? She's like, no. I'm scared. I'm like, yeah, were you scared when you first met me? She's like, yeah, I was fucking scared. I don't know. Like, you're just big Asian guy. I'm like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I'm like, well, look where you are now. Like, if it scares you, is that a good thing? I'm like, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, so the fear and the excitement of any fitness journey, this is something that's working for you, not to you. Absolutely. 
How do you feel as a person knowing that you've changed your fucking body? You've changed your like physical appearance. How do you feel as a whole like character when you're outside, like just normal circumstances in life? Like what do you, what, what brings, what, what integrity has happened to you since you've like achieved all this stuff? Uh, I mean, to just go for it, I feel like a bit of a specimen. I feel as though, you know, oh, it's just the best thing that could have happened to me. You know, losing the weight, it just sets the tone for amazing transformation and growth in your own personal life. Just above the exercise and the weight, it just unlocks so much that you can do and realize, like, seriously. How old are you now? 23. 23, okay. When did you, when did you start your fitness journey? Mm, or oh, 18, 19. So maybe 19. Four years, right? If yeah. I had a conversation with you back when you were 18, I said, hey, you're going to lose 23 kilograms in three years. You're going to be interning with this amazing team called the Dream Team, and you're going to get qualified as a coach, and you're going to transform people's lives through your own story once you lose the weight. What would you have said? Oh, what would I have said if you came four years ago and said, I'm going to lose 23 kilos and intern at Dream Team and change the world? Oh, that's a good question, Patrick. I, I'm going to write that down. That's a good question. I like that projection into the past and thinking about the present. What would I have said? I would have said, who are you? Probably. <laughs> no, I probably would have said, really? Me? Have you got the right person? I would have said, I don't believe it. I would have said, why? <laughs> I would have been confused because it's just not something that I even thought was something that could be done by someone like myself. Mm. There's three pillars. Yeah, there's three pillars to every successful transformation, physical, emotional, and mental, right? So let's start with the the third pillar, mental. If you don't have the belief that you can change, or if you think you can't, or if you think you can, you're always right. If you think you can, or you think you can't, you are fucking right, okay? Absolutely. Now, here's a little tip. When yeah. you buy a car and you can't afford it, what do you have to do? You've got to borrow some fucking money, right? <laughs> yeah. You're going to borrow some money. You're going to get a loan. You're going to play some interest. And it takes you a few years to pay it off. And the car is fucking yours. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't have the comprehension that your vision for your future is going to be brighter and better and more abundant than where you are now, you need to borrow someone else's mindset because your mindset's not working. That's what I fucking did. My mindset was terrible. Like I was not that guy. I was not that guy. My words would just not hit as hard because I would stutter. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you can do, you can do this. I think you fucking can do this. So I borrowed my mentor's mindset, and he was like, "Never miss a morning ritual. Wake up, do your cold shower, write out your non-negotiables, do your walk." listen to success motivation for half an hour. Like I'm, I'm in a trance while I'm saying this because every morning I stick yeah. to the same, same principles, right? But yeah. this programs someone that I've never had in my life before. So if you're listening to this and you want to change your mindset, you need to borrow someone else's. That's why we yeah. go, that's why I do podcasts every day. I want to inspire you to like step in the best version of you. Now, when you yeah. have, now when you have, and when that borrowed mindset and that like it starts to become an asset you're like i think i'm good i think i've got it because you you know when you got it when someone like taryn does fifty thousand steps you know you got it when laura follows through and she she's going to become a coach you know you've got it when like students in the academy right now are dropping weight even though they're locked down 
You know you've got it when, like, you're drinking more water than you've ever had. You look at your skin. It's all cleared up. And, like, people are like, wow, you, you look great. What have you been doing? Like, we're in lockdown. How are you doing all this? That's when you know you, you're starting to create a different version of you that you've never met before. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, but you can never count on anyone more than you can count on yourself because here's a <laughs> fundamental fact. There is whether it be whether it be your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, your girlfriend, your partner – they will not guaranteed be with you forever. But here's a fact. You will be with you for the rest of your fucking life. So you better address the person in the mirror and have a better relationship with that person because you, you can't escape that person. And the thing with addiction and drugs and alcohol, you will go there because you don't want to face the shit that you need to face. So why not walk out of nature, process your thoughts, enjoy your own company because you're so proud of who you've become that Every day is bliss and every day is more abundant than yesterday. You can have this life. And there's too many examples right now in our academy that are actually living their truth, living into the best versions of them. I get messages every fucking morning of like, whoa, whoa, how did I do this? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I feel like I can understand what you mean just by the way you're saying it. Mm. Yeah, I hope it hits hard on a Friday afternoon. I don't know who's, who's going to watch this, but if you're catching this on the replay, um, let us know like what your biggest takeaway is. Like Bill's story is incredible. I can't wait to like get him out in the battlefield and just like just inspire. Like, how good is how good does it feel knowing that like someone would reach out to you after you, you know, you you said something out there that like one story or one one transformation photo like helps someone's day. Like, how good does that feel? Yeah, that would feel really good. That would feel great. Mm. That's what it's all about, you know. Who are the, who are your loved ones in your life? I'm transitioning here. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, all good. I'll, I'll allow it. Loved ones. I mean, obviously, my family, mother, father, brother, auntie and uncle, grandmother, grandfather. Um, I'll tell you something that happens, and I told you this off camera. The, the number one thing that hits the hardest, that stays with you, that makes you sleep better at night is knowing that, your family is proud of you um, and that you're transforming their lives too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I sorry, sorry. To remember that. Yeah. So when I see my mom she's turning 60, like when I see her like holding onto that pull-up bar and like just showing off, like I went to her house the other day, she goes, she walks outside, she hangs on the pull-up bar and she's stretching and she's like five foot nothing. Yeah. She's tiny and she's hanging on that bar. I'm looking at her. And she, she, her posture is not that great. So she's hanging off that bar, stretching, yeah? And I'm like, I showed her that. Like, I showed her that 10 years ago, and she's doing it now. And I'm like, this is the shit people don't do. But this is the shit that actually is looking after your body, not the medication. Like, 55, 60, 65, 70-year-olds, they're on this fucking this medication that, like, doesn't – it keeps them alive but doesn't make them live. It keeps them, It keeps them alive but doesn't make them live. What does that mean? Well, just because you're on this planet doesn't mean you're living. You can be dying inside and this medication is just keeping you above float. And like, that's another Absolutely. topic for another day. But, you know, even, you know, how, how good would it feel, Bill? Like, and we're transitioning here, but like, I'm speaking to you right now, like as an intern in this academy, um, how cool would it feel just to give, give like transform people's lives, make money doing so, living a life that you're completely aligned in and obviously giving back to your family? 
Yeah, that would feel great. It would feel great. You know, it's tough sometimes to think about the long term because it goes by so quickly. But it would feel great to just see someone like myself lose the weight, take responsibility for themselves and just completely change, lose the weight. And they just don't have to worry about that anymore. That's not a part of their life that they're going to have to face and then that they're not going to have to wake up one day and realize okay that's something i need to do let's start how do i even start they won't know because it's finished Mm. and then that just gives them so much more power and leverage to just do whatever else they want Mm. what advice do you have someone right now that's listening that wants to take where they are now to the next level the next level is get feedback (laughs) so get feedback i love that dude i love that Thanks, man. Go, go to someone close and ask them for honest, real feedback, sincere and authentic feedback. You, you need to understand how people see you. And that's so cool. That's man. all. You'll, you'll just be, I just want to double down that. Like that's so fucking wise. Um, be very selective of who you ask for. Um, because, someone who knows you well. Yeah. Yeah. And someone that wants the best for you. Yeah. There's this. I mean, it's hard term. to know sometimes, but there's this term. Well. There's yeah. this term I've term? learned. It's called frenemies. <laughs> so I've the, never heard that before. Explain what that is. So the friends in your life that cheer you on, but really deep down don't want you to succeed because it brings out their own insecurities. So, like, it you know, when you have a win, real, yeah. When you have a when you have a win and you share it with like a friend, and they're like, "Cool," but it's a huge win in your life, and they're like, "Cool." Or they like double down. They're, they're like poo-poo it. Or like try to one-up you. Um, be careful. Be care- really careful because like it kills it kills your spark. It kills your vibe. It literally kills your vibe. You know, if you're if you're lucky enough to be a part of our team, I promise you, share your win with one of our leaders or share your win with one of the people in the community. See what happens. See what happens because they understand your grind. Man, Ange, guess what? I did 10,000 steps for the first time and I've been trying my ass off. I used to do 2,000 steps. Now we're at 10. And Angie's like, wow, that's freaking awesome. You go, girl. Like, keep fucking doing that. Like, do you know how good you'll feel afterwards? Yeah. So, and you'll get feedback constantly if you're a part of this team. So, awesome, man. Um, this was great, bro. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And I I know there's more to come. And we're still, yeah. re- we're still writing the chapter. So, this is like an introduction to the people that don't know you like I do. Um, and if anyone like Bill's going to be way more involved into the community now, but, uh, yeah, reach out to him. If you, if you want some wisdom, like you don't lose 23 kilograms without some lessons. So reach (laughs) out. Um, yeah. Any, any last words, bro? Yeah. Reach out. Talk to me guys. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your stories and I want to learn about you and what you're facing and I want to be able to give some assistance. I want to get you there. And I just want to be there to support you along the way because, you know, feeling alone is just, it's, it's not where you need to be. Reach out. So I'm here guys. Follow me on Instagram. Message me. Hey, there. Where can people Instagram find you, man? Where can people, people find, can find you? Find me on Instagram at Bill dot underscore dot Williams. That's why I'm talking about the real Bill Williams right here. We're going for that blue team. We're coming. All right, have a great have a great day, guys. Hope you guys enjoy that. Write out your biggest takeaway. Reach out if you need. My man, thank you so much, bro. Thank you, Patrick. Catch up. See you guys. Have a good one. Busy people, listen up. 
This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.